2: Come out to play, Warriors, come out to play, You're listening to Inside the Park, Inside the, Inside the, Inside the, Inside the Park, the RSV family, my usual suspects with me, hot baseball traffic. We're just going to jump right into it I always tell you Family You say about family it's not family when you know you're going to win He's not coming out late The IRC family
1: You're listening to Inside the Park Inside the, inside the, inside the, inside the park Inside the park, everybody. This is Lamar Powell, and uh, tonight we have a couple of guests. We have in the house, and we have Mike in the house. How you doing, guys? Doing good,
2: Devon. You know I'm here doing my thing, man. Just you know, just uh, I'm here for a minute, letting it marinate uh, for a okay. minute. Uh, glad glad to have you all, Lamar.
1: Thank you. I'm glad to talk with you guys.
2: Um, part of what we're gonna jump on with early on, I figure I would come on, is because uh, you know RJ has been doing kind of lead host for a long time, and you know we got some long time inside the park listeners, and uh, we a lot like Wu Tang, you know, it's almost like you know RJ is going off to do his little album, like album, Method Man, and uh, but he's still gonna be coming back and being engaged, and uh, Lamar's coming on like a, like a, a young Tony Parker, um, you know, Mike is Mike is Duncan. You know he's uh, he's he can do all of it and everything else. And uh, Hank is Ginobili. We never know what shot he's going to take. But we're looking forward to them uh, all. Y'all, y'all making the, the championships. And glad to get this continue to start this program. It's, it's one of my you know favorite uh, aspects that we've added to the, the RSG family. So it's good to be here. So Lamar, welcome. And uh, you know you got tonight. You you you're hanging with a really good guy. You know Mike is like you say like Duncan. He can go for 34 and 18 any night.
1: That's what I like to hear. I want one of those guys on my team.
2: (laughs) Well, I'm not going to take too much of y'all's show. I know y'all got a heavy show, so I'm going to let you two go on and do your thing. Um, But uh, good luck with it, and uh, I look forward to coming back on and talking baseball with y'all. Thanks, Steve. All
1: right, tonight we got some uh, good topics to talk about. First quarter of baseball, been a, a lot of good things that's happened, and then there's been some disappointments. So uh, let's get into uh, the quarter reviews for uh, this season. How you feeling about this, Mike?
0: Feeling good. I think it's been, you know what? It, it's been a fun year so far. Um, I think pitching's been the name of the game so far, and uh, you, you know we, we've talked a little bit about free agency and the approach of teams in free agency these big market clubs, these big spending clubs versus the, you know, um, the uh, farm, uh, developing the farm system type approach and, and where that's going to get it. And uh, I, think, uh, I think it's kind of played out the right way so far that you're seeing the teams that are building their teams the right way with their own talent are having a lot of success. And, and maybe that uh, get-rich-quick, you know, trade for that talent, pay for that talent, isn't necessarily doing what they thought it was going to be. So you know, it, it, it's good karma, I think, for the world.
1: I definitely agree with you. There's teams out there that um, that the expectations was there, and they're doing so, they're doing good so far. And then you have teams out there. I won't throw up the Dodgers out there like that, but you know they're one of those teams that you know payrolls outrageous, and I mean health is with every team, but they really just not exceeding so far. And same thing with the Angels. What's up with all those L.A. teams not uh, doing so well, Mike?
0: <laughs> well, you, you know what I? I was looking at this. baseball. Is- Basically, it's such an interesting thing because of the way that the free agency is structured, okay? That uh, a player cannot get to free agency until they've served six years of service time in the big leagues, okay? And if you think the average break in time of a major league player is probably about 25, you know, 25, 26, you're talking about a guy already on the backside of his career, over 30, before he can sign that big contract and go where he wants to go. And unfortunately, you know, we all know that you know every year over thirty is kind of a gift, so you know there's there's big risks there in both those teams if you look at uh you know the Dodgers and the angels, you know there's a lot of players that uh that are on the wrong side of thirty you know got a lot of money, have some injury issues have some have some uh you know the the tire on the tread's worn a little bit, and uh you get what you get you know sometimes those guys can have two or three great years in a row and then you know they're gone for a year for whatever reason. So um, I'm not completely surprised. I think on this show everybody talked about that that it was a risky approach. So um, and like I said before, it's good karma. It's good karma when the big teams that spend the money don't do so well.
1: That's, I totally agree with you. And with that being, let's get into uh, on all the teams from each division, and we'll uh, we'll give them a grade so and see how they've done so far in this first quarter. So let's start with the AL East, Mike. Very, to me, it's the best division in baseball. Their top four teams year in, year out can go to the playoffs and they can make a run at the World Series. So our first team, we got the Boston Red Sox. And they've had a rough couple of years the last couple of years. Right now they're sitting at 36 and 23. What grade would you give them?
0: I think this is an A for Boston. They, You know, after such a disappointing year last year, um, the expectations weren't that high, you know. Um, they had a um, a directed approach to go away from the Yankee method, right. They weren't going to spend a lot of money. They were trading away. Um, you know, Beckett's gone, Crawford's gone, um, and, and uh, Gonzalez is gone. So they were going to try to build it from within, and to see a team like that have this type of success, obviously they still have some payroll and they're, playing, they're paying some players, but it's, it's a good story, and uh, I think it shows that that philosophy worked for them. So I think that's an A.
1: I'll I'll go with you on that. I'll give them an A as well. I like uh Just like you said, they had those big contracts in Crawford and Beckett, and um, Lackey was another one with the Tommy John, but he's slowly coming back, and he's that fourth or fifth starter. But uh, like you said, they have a lot of good players now on that team, and they made some good moves. Um, you got Jackie Bradley Jr. He's gonna be this kid's gonna be a star within the next couple of years, and uh, Steven Drew coming over from the uh, from the uh, Diamondbacks, he's gonna be he he fits the Boston team. You know, he's that shortstop. He he, he won't hurt you, but you know the reward is high. And uh, Ortiz, you you know you you never know what you're gonna get out of him. He he has good spurts and he has good time. Like you said about the other players we were talking about in L.A., he's up there with the house. So. Um, I think if they get a closer at the deadline, and if they stay where they're at, I think they could definitely make a run this year. So I agree with you, and I give the Red Sox an A. All right. Uh, next team, let's go. Let's go the Yankees. What grade would you give them right now? They're sitting at thirty-four. 34 yep, thirty-four. 25. Two games. Two games out of first place. How do you feel about the Yankees?
0: You know, it's a, this is a good exercise for for this reason. So, just because the teams at the top of the division doesn't mean they get an A. Just because the teams in the middle means they get a C. You know, you gotta really measure that against you know preseason expectations. Really, where you thought the team was going to be? Are they overachieving? Or are they underachieving? I, you know, I'm going to give the Yankees a, a B um, because I, you know they're 34 and 25. Okay, so they've got a good record. I. The, the pitching staff was the concern going into this, and the pitching staff's done very, very well for them up to this point. What they haven't done is really hit. You know, they're the last in the division in hitting; they're ninth in the American League in hitting. That's not a typical Yankee stat, but they're still winning ball games. And uh, you know, with that, I, I think they're doing it despite the fact they're not hitting on all cylinders. I still think this is a really old team. I still don't think the pitching is going to hold up for the whole year, but. Uh, the fact that they're two games out and they've got a respectable record, you know, that that's a solid B for the Yankees.
1: Mm-hmm. Very good points, Mike. I uh on this one I'm gonna have to give the Yankees an A just for these uh just for these reasons. You have um right now you have you had Jeter that's been out, you have Cher that's been out, you had um let's see, Eucalys was out and Euclid and Share just got back and like you said, they really don't have the bats but you got guys like Vernon Wells, Lyle Overbay and Brett Gardner, you know, keeping them, keeping them close, you know? And, uh, like you said, the pitching staff is not the greatest, but they've, I think if they make more moves, who knows if a, you know, if a a Matt Garza type pitcher or something like that at the deadline is available or, you know, somebody that I think they should make a move for one of those pitchers. And like you said, get a good one, two punch if they make it to the playoffs. And, uh, I mean, how about uh, how about Rivera in his last year? He I, he I know he's had that one blown save against the Mets, but pretty good year so far. Yeah,
0: he's been fantastic. He, he really has. And and that was a concern that Rivera was not going to be Rivera when he came back this year. Uh, this guy could pitch till he's fifty, I think. You know, but you know, to your point with the Yankees, um, they've been doing it with other teams castoffs. You know. Wow, Overbay, you could have had for a song and a dance two years ago, much less last year. Um, and Vernon Wells, you couldn't pay anybody to take his contract with the Angels, so um, or the Blue Jays. Um, but The concern <laughs> is that they're, they're they're relying on guys that, man, I'd be really surprised if those numbers looked the same way towards the end of the year. So they yeah, need to make sure I agree you with you. Get,
1: I agree with you on that. And get, we forgot one more name, and we forgot Travis Hafner. Uh,
0: anything guy
1: the now's pinstripe, so how you feel about that.
0: <laughs> I I think I think it sounds like a two thousand five All Star team, that's what I think.
1: It does. It sounds just like a two thousand five All Star team. They're the they're the they're the new Celtics, you know, they're they're the older guys, you know, but they still they still at they you know, they <laughs> they're hanging around first place. Well we'll see we'll see where they end up at the end of the year. Yeah. Okay. Next team we got the the Baltimore Orioles. They made it to the postseason last year. They're a young team. Um Buck Showalter, Walter, great. Howdy, howdy.
0: You know what with with Baltimore the the concern with them coming into the year was last year they were uh they had a lot of moxie. I think is the way to put it. They they, they won an incredible amount of of one-run games, extra inning games. They won every close game that was out there. And uh that 's tough to repeat, you know, and, and they haven 't necessarily done that per se, but what they 've done is they've scratched out wins. Uh, I think crash State is coming in there, having just a, a great year for them this year has has led them and given them an identity, which is what that team needed um, so i'm 'm I'm, I'm pretty happy with them. I think that 's about a b plus i, I don 't know that Baltimore would have had any higher expectations than this at this point. Um, You know, you may like to get a little bit better pitching. Um, Everybody wants better pitching. And I think the concern for them is just going to be, can they continue to hit? Can they be, you know, first in the American League in home runs, second in average, and can they bring that team ERA down? So, at this point, a nice, solid B-plus for Baltimore. They should be happy.
1: A B-plus definitely works for them, and I I agree with you. If they can continue the hitting and get Marquez healthy and Jones still produce and – got a young catcher in Wheaters is just a stud. He's going to be... I I like Wheaters more than Joe Mauer. I mean, that was my favorite catcher, but I think Wheaters is the new catch in the American League now, and they got some pieces for the future that is going to be really good for them. I'd like to see them, just like you said, pick up another pitcher, and um, if they're still contending at the time, but like you said, there's no big expectations coming in this year. They went to the playoffs last year, and they wasn't expected to do that, so... We'll see if they win those close games again this year.
0: Yeah, and you know what? I, I, a good parallel for them, we'll get to the other the other league, but I think them and Pittsburgh are, are kind of mirror organizations, right? Their team, although Baltimore squeaked in the playoffs and Pittsburgh did not, they faded. These are two teams that if you look at the roster up and down, you're like, okay, there's some good pieces, but, eh, you know, I wouldn't necessarily pick them uh, if I had, a, you know, $5 to bet on the game, but but they win, you know? And it would be easy for those teams to go out and maybe overspend for a free agent or two, but they seem to be really sticking with their philosophies um, that they have in-house about building from internally. And if they're going to pick up a free agent, it's going to be a mid-level type free agent. Um, the, the, the problem is, when it you know, when it comes to August and September, those teams have a tendency to fade, but they're really easy to root for. You know what I mean? It's a good story.
1: Uh-huh. And you're right, that, that was Baltimore last year and that was Oakland last year, the last day of the season. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, all right. Next team, we got the Tampa Bay Rays, the team that's had great time the last few years, serious appearance. And it seems like when they lose their great players, it seems like that they would fall off, but they don't. So right now they're sitting at thirty one and twenty six, four games out of four place. How do you feel?
0: I, you know, I, I think this is a this is a C t a C season for Tampa Bay at this point in my opinion. I think they had higher expectations. I, I think that they, they felt they could hit a little bit better than they've been hitting. I know they're five games over but they've been right around five hundred for a long, long time this year, if not below. They've been sitting around fourth place. Um and, and they've been coming around lately which is good. They dug themselves a hole but uh you know I think that them as much as anybody has a chance to rebound, um, because, you know, I I think pitching wins, I think they've got talent up and down that roster. They've got a lot of young talent. Um, so I I would look for them to, you know, as, as Tampa Bay has over the last three or four or five years, you know, they may not start strong, but they always come back in the end because they got the arms to do it. So I, I don't think they're happy. I think they're at a C right now, but, uh, looking to improve.
1: Yep. I agree with you on that. They're at a B right now. They got, um, they got some really interesting pieces, just like you said. And I want to start with their pitching staff. I like uh, Alex Cobb. I feel he's going to be. They, there's those guys that Tampa get that just come out of nowhere. Cobb's the name now. A couple years ago it was Price. You know, I think yeah. Cobb is going to be the face of that pitching staff in a couple of years. And uh, right now, I think um, I, I, I hope to see Longoria stay healthy. I mean, he, he he's hurt every year. You know, and if he stays healthy and his bat. His, his back comes around like it usually is. I think they'll uh, they'll be good. And I think uh, Desmond Jennings is starting to. I think that with his, this is his second year, right? Yep. Yep. I think he's he's a good second year player. He, he's he's quick. He steals your bases. Good defender. I think he'll he'll be really good for this team too. And I like Ben Zobrist. He was All Star last year, right? He,
0: he was. He was came out of pretty much out of nowhere. Put up some decent numbers. So yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I those three on the offense can definitely carry the Rays a long way. So I'm, I'm going to go with B with you. On, and our last team in the AL East, we're going to go with the Toronto Blue Jays. How about them? <laughs> well, mm. You, mm.
0: You, <laughs> So I have a tough time trashing on the Blue Jays because I don't believe in the philosophy of what they did. I don't believe that basically you import the Florida Marlins that imploded in Miami last year. I'm sorry, the Miami Marlins, and and you bring in you you sign the oldest Cy Young player that you could with a with a trick pitch. Um, you know nothing against Dickey, but I don't pay Dickey. You know like I would pay Roy Halladay. I just I just don't do it five years ago, um, and they did it. So you know it's disappointing. Uh, <laughs> So the offense is what the offense is. They are a slugging team, you know. They they hit a lot of home runs. Encarnacion um, has really blossomed in the last couple of years, but they can't pitch. They can't get people out. They don't hit for particularly good average. And, and for that, you know, I, I guess that's a C minus, that's a D. You know, I'd give them an F, but in the end, you know, um, trash in, trash out.
1: Yep, i give them a D. They, um, you're right, they went and they – Went for it all in the NL East, and they saw Dickey had a good year, and they tried their hardest to get him. And you're right, you got a you got a pitcher that's 39 years old with one pitch, and he doesn't have anything else, and he's beginning to rock lately. I thought that Burley would help them out a little bit with, with uh, their staff, but you know he's getting to that point where he's starting to get rocked too, and he's not making the past three or four innings. And um, I think that it was it it was it really hurt the one reps. I about a month or so ago, and uh, like you said, and then that holds a threat in that, in that lineup, you know. I mean, you look, at, look up and down, there's not anybody. I would pitch to everybody else. And I mean, sometimes, if, even if uh, there's nobody on base, I'd pitch to those two guys. So I'm going to have to go with the D with the Blue Jays.
0: <laughs> yep, yep. No, no argument here. And you know what, I, as far as the American League East goes, I, I think that's a very competitive division. Um, you know, the, the, I don't know, if, in my opinion, if that's the most talented division in, in baseball. Um, I, I know you've got some, you know, some teams that have been up there for the last five, six years, uh, 10 years, 15 years in, in Boston and in New York and Tampa joining it. Um, but definitely a strong division. Um, to me, it, the strength of division lays with the Yankees. And, uh you know if the yankees can can be the yankees and hit i think this division um becomes the number 1 division but if the yankees are going to do it with 35 year old journeymen who haven't done anywhere else um that doesn't last very long and uh you know the division in itself will suffer a little bit
1: mhm i definitely agree with you and they and the blue jays are 25 and 34 with 11 games out so i think it's safe to say that they'll finish last in the division
0: well, never say never. They got, you know, R.A. Dickey, you know, they got Josh Johnson, they got Mark Burley. They're ready to go, man. They're ready to make a run.
1: I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next let's switch to uh, the A.O. Central. I feel that uh, it's it's been a good division for the last handful of years. You've had Detroit's had their time. Chicago won the World Series in 2005. Uh, Minnesota was good at one point, but they just started rebuilding. So, with that being said, let's start with the Detroit Tigers at thirty one and twenty five right now. Um this is a team that's gonna be there every year, you know. Um yeah. what you, what would you give them right now?
0: Uh Lamar, you can't make me show me show show you mine before you show me yours all the time. I'm gonna to have to let you okay. give your grades. I like, can't you just have you know, kinda, of, you know, tagging along on my grades and go, I agree, you know. Uh, we gotta see some original ideas from you, man. You gotta put it out there.
1: Alright, no problem. I can start off with that. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the B right now and that's because um their bats haven't came around and I know when it once it gets warmer their bats will come around. I like um I like the uh pickup of Tory Hunter and uh having Victor Martinez back from the ACL surgery is gonna help them out a out. So uh another thing that I like was they had they had uh closure problems at the beginning of the season and they bought Jose Valverde back. And since he's been back, he's had six saves. His EIA is 3.55. And he has a 0.87 whip. So I think that this team is going to win. It's warmer. They'll play their best baseball. So I'm going to give them a B right now because of the bats.
0: So I'm going to channel RJ and Hank, our our resident uh, uh, Detroit fans here. And I'm going to tell you what, that that those guys would be absolutely disappointed with the Tigers again this year. Disappointed. This team is loaded with so much talent, and to be six games over 500, and to be lazy, to be lazy about winning the division, you know. They did this last year. They hovered around, you know, a couple games over 500. They didn't put teams away until the last couple. But it was the last week with the, with the White Sox, and when the White yep. Sox kind of caved, um, uh, this team has been, you know, you know, it's carried by some incredible talent. They're just not winning games. And uh, it's got to be frustrating. You know, the defense has to get better. I think the, uh, you know, the, the clutch pitching has to get better. Miggy is is Miggy. You know, he's, you know, aiming to be a repeat uh, MVP there. But, you know, in terms of a grade for the Tigers, I think it's a B minus. I mean, you're in first place. Yeah, you've got a two-and-a-half game lead. But you're probably in the worst division in baseball, arguably. Maybe the NL West can give you a run there. But man, they should be a lot further ahead than they are now, and, and uh, you know I, I think it's disappointing that they haven't played up where they should yet.
1: I very the last couple of years at this point they've been at least the second best team in the in the in AL, but it's that fourth or fifth best that'll be able to get in, you know, being a division winner. But um, I think that I'm, I'm hoping maybe that once. Uh, summer really hits and it gets warmer. That their bats come around, and who knows, they might need another Furlander uh, Can only be, you know, only he can only be so much of a, uh, so much of a dog. And uh, and hopefully that they if they pick up just one more pitcher and then go into the second half of the season and see what they can do. So uh, now, we'll go.
0: I, I would hear you with that. The only thing I would counter with is, you know. They're hitting. They are hitting. You know, they're, they're they're really they're first in the American League in average right now. Um, sixth in home runs, second in runs. They're actually second in ERA. It, it's about you know they're you know what this team reminds me of. It's a fantasy that? team that can't win a one-run game sometimes. You know, they got then they put up stats. The back of those baseball cards look fantastic, but for some reason, they're not fifteen games over five hundred. They're six. You know. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. And in the end, I think you have to go down to, you know, that that's about focus. You know, that's those Yankee teams, you know, in the past ten years or so that were just loaded with this type of talent. And, man, they'd be 20-some games over five hundred right now just cruising because they were professional and they, they just laid it down on people. And I think that's what the Tigers are missing right now, that killer instinct to say we're going to win this division in May. We're going to win it in June. Because we are so much better than everybody in this division. And right now, the stats are there, but the wins aren't.
1: You know what I think Detroit needs? <laughs> What's that? Here's what they need. We need more dogs. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they need more dogs. <laughs> so, that is- our, uh, our next team, we got this, and it's a it's an interesting year for the first year with the uh, Frank Holmes good pickups and um and Michael Bourne and um, Cab- was Cabrera, Cabrera already there Was he, did he-
0: Oh yeah Osdrubal Cabrera came up with, with the, the Indians. Hank was in love with Osdrubal uh, Cabrera. Uh, we couldn't say yeah. his first name for a while, but uh, <laughs> uh he's definitely been there. He's been a player there for there a couple years now under the radar and just now starting to get his due. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so so Cleveland, you know what? One game over five hundred, I think, at this point. Um, you know, dealing with some some injuries for sure. I mean, when you've got Scott Kazmir start, starting games for you um, in June, you know, you know you're kind of digging at the bottom of the barrel. Um, the close of Perez just went out, um, and, and you know what? Cleveland is is that type of team where they're on the cusp, you know, but you don't have a lot of faith that they can hold it up for a long period of time. So I think they're hovering around 500. I think this is maybe a B minus for them. They would like to be a little bit better, but to be honest with you, you go up and down that roster, they're a 500 team. You know, they're kind of where they should be. So yep. I don't think they can be horribly disappointed. Um, they they may end up five games over, but that would be it. Yep. At, at
1: 30 and 29 and two and a half, they're, they're where, uh, they're they're in a good spot right now, and uh, like, like we were saying, they got some good players. But there's one guy, one guy I feel that if he stepped up, that could possibly put him over, and that's Gibaldo Jimenez.
0: Yeah, you know what? It, he he's had his best outings of the year lately. He's gone. I think he went eight innings in his last, year. and he's starting to to get that control back, um, and stop walking people. And, and, and I agree with you, to, to get him back in that ace mentality would be a huge thing for them and, and give them someone they can start up against, uh, you know, uh, Verlander or some of the other aces that are out there in the division. Uh, and, but I, I do agree with you that, you know, to be able to count on him consistently for seven innings every time he goes out, this team needs that.
1: Half hour. Let me see if they're there. Okay. Okay, so uh, let's see. Let's go with the next next team would be uh, the Minnesota? Uh, yep, Minnesota at twenty six and twenty nine, they're four and a half out. There's to me, I'm I'm gonna give them I'm gonna give them a D. They I think they've done so would out The north side.
2: So I, I I keep
0: having you cut out a little bit. I mean Lamar. I think we're having technical difficulties. Hopefully it's not me.
1: <laughs> it oh, could it, be I,
0: though.
1: It I, it might be me. I'm sorry. Uh, did you hear the last part? I but... uh,
0: no. you got that kind of Chevy Chase thing where it's out for two seconds and back in for a second and then and then uh, then back out.
1: <laughs> okay. I'm sorry about that. Uh, the next team, uh, Minnesota, at uh, 26 and 29. Um, I was saying I was going to give them a D. I think they had their best years, uh, their best years so far, and I think they got some pretty decent young talent coming through uh, coming through the minors. But uh, one person I would love to get out of there and put them on the north side would be Joe Mauer. We can use them as a catcher. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, you could. And you know what? Here's an example in my mind of a team that has a losing record, but how can you be down on the Twins? I mean, um, they were they were within two games, I think, two weeks ago, then they went and lost like eight to ten games, right? And uh really their standings. But this is a team that has, you know, a hundred loss potential, okay? And they're three games under and they're eight and two in their last ten, and they they've been doing it with with Maurer and Morneau's kind of having a little bit of a resurgence. They're not gonna win anything. You know they're they're in the the bottom half of the league in ERA offense average home runs everything, but but they're winning. But they're winning, you know. And I think three uh-huh. games underneath for the Twins after they in, they had this seven game losing streak, I think that's a that's a B minus for for these guys. Yeah, you want to win. Yeah, the goal is always to go to the playoffs. But sometimes teams line up on April first and you know they don't have a shot. And Minnesota is one of those teams. Um, and, and, and I think they've done a great job, you know. Uh, Ron Gardenhire, um, you know, Tom Kelly, you know, the, those, those, you know, the, the style of Twins manager and Twins baseball says we don't care who we throw out there. This is the type of ball we play and we're going to be competitive. Even when they had great rosters, um, they slugged it out and they did what they could. If Detroit had 10% of the moxie of the Minnesota Twins, see I've said moxie twice in the show, I can't say it again for the rest of the year now, but if
1: Detroit
0: had the balance, right, of, of Minnesota's competitiveness and, and drive to win this year, they would be 20 games over 500. Because Minnesota is playing way above their heads at this point. I, in my mind, uh, they're a B, and they're doing it with mirrors.
1: Do you think they'll stay at where they're at right now, or do you think they'll,
0: or do you think they'll drop back a position or two in the division? Oh, uh, I, I think. Well, there's not a long way to go. Um, Kansas City yeah. is. Is tremendously more talented than than uh, than Minnesota, um, Chicago. You could kind of say those are similar rosters. I think Minnesota by far is is probably the least talented team in that that in, in the Central. So I think they'll they'll fall down back to earth if if things play out right and the averages fall right. But right now they're winning games, they're winning close games, and they're doing great. But I, I would expect to see them in fifth or sixth. Um, I'm sorry, there is no sixth place. So fourth or fifth at the end of the year
1: okay and uh the the team we love to hate the chicago white sox I you
2: feel about
1: <laughs> hey, so
0: the 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 white sox I, you know what this reminds me of a couple years about it's got to, gosh it's gotta be about fifteen years ago. you remember when um Jerry Reinsdorf and the white sox were about three games out of it at the trading deadline and uh Ryan Surf decided to trade the players and not get somebody in, but trade some of the talent for, for minor league players, and, and the city went nuts. Your three games from the playoffs, what are you doing? And, and he said, you know what, we, just, we don't have the talent to win it all. We don't feel we're real close, so let's start getting more talent in here. I think last year's run for the White Sox, even though they didn't win the division, they really challenged Detroit up until the last two or three days of the season, um, was a little bit of fool's gold for them. Uh this is this is an older roster. Um this is a team that needs to be flipped over pretty quickly here in terms of talent and get some infusion of, of young players. Uh, you know, I think they were hoping to recapture what they did last year. They've gotta be disappointed in the record that they have now seven mm-hmm. under. So they would probably say they're at a C um C minus or or, or D, but I would tell you according to the roster and where they're at, they're they're underperforming a little bit, so they're still maybe a C a solid C in my book, but to think that they would be competing for the division wasn't very likely.
1: A C or D seems just fitting for the Sox. They, like you said, they have to turn this around in a hurry. They, unfortunately, they've had injuries to Banks, and um, Banks had an injury, Floyd's out for the year, and then um, Peavy just today he's out four to six weeks with a rib cage discomfort. And, um, Hopefully some of their younger guys and their minors can step up and contribute right away. But they have to, because this Reel's contract and Don's contract is outrageous right now, not want that on the books. And then another thing, Beckham, is, do you think he'll ever be the player that, you know, as he was drafted high and, I mean, a top ten pick, you would think that he would be a star by now and and he would, you know, just you would just think the world of, him right now, he but he really he's just he, his confidence isn't there, and he's a decent defender, and his his bat is okay at times, and he bats eight and nine. But I mean, they really have to evaluate: is he going to be their second baseman or shortstop for the future, or possibly? I mean, if it got that bad, they could possibly move him to third. So, um, I think that they also need to get some better relievers. They, uh um they really don't have that – when that starter goes out, they really don't have that long reliever to come in for, like, three or four innings to, you know, to help them out and save the game. So they need to fix their uh, relief pitching. But, I'd like you said, I'd, a C or D is not bad for them. That's what they should – that's that's what they should. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, and you know what? Unfortunately for them, you go up and down that lineup. And it's 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 an old lineup. It really is an old lineup. And in terms of Gordon Beckham, um, he had that breakout rookie year where people thought he was going to be able to sustain that. I believe, I believe that was '05. That was when they went to the series, correct? Yep. Was, okay. Yep. And then he's been he's been a below average major league offensive player, maybe bottom half of average, but it's been nothing of what they thought he was going to be. He really has um, uh, regressed and. Uh, in the end, you know what do they say, right? You are who the back of your baseball card says you are, and uh, <laughs> you know. His, <laughs> he, he, here, here's the thing about you know. Well, uh, he's been hurt a lot too, so it, he's just he is what it is, you know. And he's going to be gone pretty quick off, off the White Sox because you know why? It doesn't matter if he stays, and if you've got a player that it, you know, it doesn't matter if he stays, then why not get rid of him and get somebody younger?
1: That's true. All right, the last team in the division, we got the Kansas City Royals. This is a team that I feel I want to see them be good someday, but it's just are they ever going to be better than what they are right now?
0: <laughs> you, you know what? Kansas City was such a frustrating team in terms of talent, right? So It's really they
1: frustrating. Make,
0: <laughs> they, they make the trade for Shields, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 he was going to be the stalwart in that ro- rotation, and he's done all right. They've really let him down. What, what it is is, you know, they're they're just not hitting clutch. They're not hitting for power. There was a point, I think it was over the last two or three weeks, where the Cubs pitching staff had out homered the entire Kansas City Royal team over that period of time. <laughs> 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 the lovely. That's
1: a great thing. stat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I knew you would appreciate that one, Lamar. But but man, you know and the thing that's most disappointing for the Royals, I think, in, in their opinion, is they had another streak again this year where they had lost ten, I think it was ten, eleven games in a row at home. Okay? And that
1: took them out immediately. Exactly.
0: Exactly. So now you've got it, you know, they have been they were hovering right around the top, maybe a game, game and a half away from Detroit. Cleveland when Cleveland was leading the division, and they've just tanked two and eight in their last ten um four games underneath five hundred I'm sorry five games underneath five hundred at home You can't win baseball, you can't win over a season and be a sub five hundred home team. They need to establish an identity they need a, some mental toughness I think is what that, that that team needs and and if you said if Kansas City had a wish list of who of what they could bring in um for a team to turn this team around. I think they need to invest in some 31, 32-year-olds, some grizzled veterans, right, who have been through yep. it, who have done it before, who have are professionals, who know how to win baseball games and still have some talent. And the guy who comes to my mind, and you know that I, everyone knows I'm a Reds fan, right? Cincinnati was yep. this. okay? Scott Rowland came into that organization and said, I don't put up with the BS. I, I don't care about your staff. I don't care about your contract. Let's win baseball games. Here's how we do it. We're professional. We don't mess around. And guess what happened? That spread like a virus in Cincinnati, and, and that team has a winning mentality, a cockiness, and a professional, professionalism. So when they go out, they expect to win, and they play the right way. Kansas City is completely missing that. And, and I don't know, maybe you can think of a guy or two coming up in free agency here um, that would just be that type of player for them to turn the whole team around.
1: I, I agree with you. Pitching wise I would like to see them get a guy like David Price or Tim Lynch come to first of all accomplish shows they really need a stud at the top of that rotation uh bats wise um i mean they you you you, you can there's like you said there's a lot of guys uh, at that at that at that age or that point in their prime but um i'd I'd like to see them fix the pitching first. <laughs> You know the issue with pitching,
0: in my opinion, is, is you only come out and you're, you're there once every five days, right? And they got Shields there, and I agree with you. They could absolutely increase that 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 pitching staff and have some immediate help. But what if you brought a guy like David Wright in? Okay, good um, a guy, a professional guy, it can come through there and and just show them how to play. Another one would be maybe Jacob Ellsbury coming. He's going to be a free agent in Boston this year. Um, and and I tell you what, Cubs are all over that. <laughs> they are okay. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but no, it can happen. It can happen. <laughs> or
0: get thrown out of left field, and this will never happen in a million years. But Robinson Cano, all right. What if for some reason Kansas City said, "Guess what? Thirty million a year, eight years, nine years." There you go, Robinson. Come on over to Kansas City, and then see what can't happens. Turn that now. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you can't. can't. Turn that. That's what they need, I, I think. I think they need that type of attitude, that type of leadership. And it, w- it could, it can come from a pitcher. It can come from anywhere. But spend a little money for attitude, not necessarily for talent. And you, we see this in football a lot where I'll give you – so once again, I'll use my Cincinnati analogy because it's close to my mind here. You've got a Bengals team that is loaded with talent, but they may not quite have that attitude yet, you know, that expectation, that swagger. So what do they do this year? They don't spend a lot of money on big-time free agents. They bring in James Harrison. They bring in a badass. All right. Yep. From the Steelers, big right? <laughs> Who knows how to win? Who doesn't take any BS and will slap you when you're down. All right. That's what Kansas City needs. Just like that.
1: Yep. All right. Low time left. Uh, let's uh, let's round out the AL West and get, switch over to the National League. Uh, AL West, we got a top Texas 35 and 22. Um, I'm going to give them an A. I mean, with Hamilton leaving, they, they kind of remind me of how the Cardinals was a year ago when Pujols left. And this team just proved did a very good job bringing in Udars and developing talent through the Miners. So um, I'm going to go ahead and give the Rangers a A right now. And, and I would agree with that. You. you
0: know what, this is a team that, that, that I, I actually picked to, to win the division this year because a lot of times, um, I call it muscle memory with with teams, right? If a team's been good for a long time, last couple years, Texas has been going to the uh, uh, the World Series, and they keep losing pe- pieces, right? You know, um, Steelers, yep. another good example of the Steelers, right? But they keep doing the same thing. They keep winning because they know how to win. and And this year it's really been the pitching that has, you know, done it for them, you know, we talked about, you know, you Darvish, uh, Derek Hollins, another one who's, who's pitched well for them. Their starting pitchers have done real well. Um, they're the first in the American League in ERA, and they've been doing it without slamming the home run all the time. So um, this team, you know, probably thought they could be in this place, but, you know, once again, you wouldn't necessarily bet on it when you're looking at, at the roster. So I agree with you. This is an A season so far for Texas. They've shown now that they have a mentality to win baseball games in Texas, and that's going to carry them a lot further than Josh Hamilton uh, would have as uh, as the Angels are finding
1: out. I definitely agree with you on that. Next team, we got got uh, the Oakland A's, another interesting team that made the playoffs last year, and they won the division last day, beating Texas. So this year they're 36-25 and 25 one game out. I'm going to go ahead and give this team – an A as well. I like I like the chemistry that they have right now. They have uh Coco Chris playing really good baseball right now and Josh Reddick coming back from a from an injury and uh Cespedes, I think he's gonna be maybe the best outfielder in the AL within the next five years and I like the leadership that they have with uh Cologne and Chris on this team. So I'm gonna give this team an A and they're doing a very good job this year.
0: You know, I, I agree with you on that. This this is another team you know, like Baltimore last year, that you thought of it for real? Do you believe it? Do you think that's right? I mean, they won a a lot of close games. Uh, They played good defense. This is a team that RJ used to love, right, because they go through there and they win baseball games, even though you think they shouldn't, because they play the game the right way. Um, And and where this team has been really successful is they've played um, just under half of their games in division, right, Against the ALs and they're twenty and eight in their division, and so that is how you stay relevant over the course of the baseball year. You beat the teams in your division, and you know that's an automatic one game jump, you know, or, or a two game difference between winning and losing, and and they've been doing that. So um, I think absolutely, and a Bob Melvin is doing a great job in Oakland. Uh, they should be happy with it. W- once again, you you try not to fall in love with this team because. This is not a World Series team. This is not a World Series caliber team. It's it's not, but it's competitive.
1: No, it's it's a young team. It's a young team. You're right. It's a young team that's very good with two good leaders.
0: Right, right. So I I think you're happy with them. In the end, Oakland has to ask themselves, you know, how do we get to the next level? Because being competitive is great, um, but do they want to be competitive or do they want to be world champions? And if they want to be world champions, they need to surround uh, Suspedes with – with a little bit more talent on that roster, they've gotten very fortunate with Coco Crisp. I agree with you; he's having a great year. But um, you know, how long can you can you rely on that um, to, to go through? How long can you rely on Josh Donaldson to, to put up those numbers? You know, I, so a little more talent there, and I think they get to the next level. At this point, it's still a nice story. It's still an A.
1: Mm-hmm. Next team we got Seattle Mariners at uh twenty-six and thirty-three, ten games out. Um, this is an interesting situation. They're they're still they got some young guys and uh, a good rookie and um, and Kyle uh, Seeger Sieg, is his name mm-hmm. and and um, Felix Hernandez. I mean you you can only say so much about him. Great pitcher, but they really need to uh, get more pieces to surround these guys with. And who knows? Maybe in four or five years they'll be contenders, but. For this point, at this point of the season, to be seven games under five, it's not too bad. So anywhere from a C to a D for the, for the Mariners.
0: And I agree with you there. This is C, right? So what were your expectations? They're kind of where you thought they were. This is a boring roster. There's not a lot of talent on this club. Um, they, they had to send Montero down. Um, Smoke, who they were hoping to to catch fire at some point, just hasn't done it for him again. So it's a disappointing roster up and down when you look at it. I mean, you've got King Felix there with, you know, they signed to an the extension. And we debated this at one of the first shows this year about, was that the right thing to do? If they could have really reloaded their roster with young talent and gotten that into to Seattle, and they they could have had a fortune for for King Felix, and they didn't do it. They, they decided they needed him to fill the ballpark. But – you know, if I'm in Seattle, all right, you get me one one game out of five, I'll consider going to. But the other four, who am I there to watch? You know, that that just Jason Bay is that who I'm there for? Um, Jason
1: Bay and left.
0: So, so you know, to me that's a C. But you know, it's a disappointing organization. You know, it, to your point, if you can say in four or five years maybe you'll be good, you know, you're exactly right because. Um, you know, I haven't seen the, the influx of young talent that Seattle's been talking about. Their, their, their prospects have been washing out. And even if you do bring up those prospects, you're still two or three years from them consistently, you know, adding to your team. And at that point, you've got King Felix in year four of a seven-year deal, and maybe he's hurt. Maybe he's not as effective as he used to be. So um, they really need to scrap this and do something different in Seattle. That's a good fan base. Um they have a, a strong history of developing some great talent, great talent in that town, and uh right now it's 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 A baseball that's going on up there.
1: Couldn't agree more. Next team we got the, the LA Angels at twenty twenty six and thirty three as well, ten games out. How do you feel about them?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel I feel vindicated <laughs> um, where gosh, where is Hank? Thanks, Scott, today, huh? Um, once again, this is uh, the example of, you know, you you pay for your wins and maybe you get guys that are hurt. Maybe you get guys that are happy to have their $20 million per year. Um, you know, you, you've got, I think, you know, a top ten guy in Mike Trout right now in terms of production and, and potential. He's a wonderful talent. I'm a fan of Trumbo, but, man, you got Albert Pujols who is hurt and playing through something, and he's just, hit, man, he's hitting 244. You have Josh Hamilton hitting 217. Between those two guys, you have $40 million going through. This is a F minus, 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 and it's for the team, it's for the manager, and it's for the organization making those types of investments when smarter organizations like Texas and St. Louis said, no, thank you. So yep, in the end, and- they got what they deserved,
1: and it's unfortunate. And with that being said, I think it's safe to say this, that uh, L.A. Playoffs? won't see this. Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? <laughs> All, right. All right. Last team in the division, we got Houston at 21 and 38, 15 games out. I don't know. I don't have too much to say about Houston. I mean, change to a different league. They're still, I mean, they're a young team, and They have a couple pieces, but that song will be for years to come. So um, I I guess a D, we can say. (laughs) (laughs) Can can a team overachieve
0: and be 17 under in June? (laughs) It it, it, it is what it is, right? That's that's a C. So for me, if you're the Astros, you're not looking at record this year. You you can't, right? Um, You've got to look at the development of your players, um, and seeing how how these young guys are doing, okay, and if they're they're producing for you, and you know, you've got a you've got Altuve who's still kind of you know he's having a, a an Altuve tight year at this point, right? Uh, good stick, not much power. Um, they're developing, you know, some of those young players coming up, and they're having solid years. So. Don't look at the win-loss record for Houston. I think they're having a kind of a, a C-plus, B-minus year because they're doing exactly what they wanted to do. The expectation was not to win games. It was not to win the division. It was to play a roster of young players and get them experience. So that's what's going on. Um, so, you know, if that's your expectations, I guess that's where they expect it to be. So they're probably a C average, you know, because that's what they're doing.
1: Okay. With that being said, we rounded out the AL now for the last couple of minutes. Let's talk about the NL. We won't break down every team, but um, right. We,
0: you know what, Lamar? You, I, I was thinking, you know, we, you know, we we probably should devote, gosh, the full show to the National League next week. But I, I'm, you know, <laughs> we have something here, and you know this too. You know, dog of the week, and and first of all, I got to give it to you. You know, coming on as, as a rookie onto the show. And really leading the charge, uh, it's been fantastic. So it's it's good to have you on. Um, I don't know. I've officially welcomed you
1: <laughs> to this point yet. Oh, thanks, I, I appreciate that. It's so fun, and yeah, we can definitely do a national week uh, next week. I was I was looking at that because I mean we got to go through the whole league. but yeah, definitely uh, the AL the AL it'll, it'll it'll definitely be interesting this year. And uh, you had some very good points with each team in each division, so it's good to talk you know, baseball, because baseball is my second favorite sport.
0: <laughs> and you know what's important? You've got to show your colors now. So we, I, I think we got about eight minutes left here. But you've you got to tell people who you are and who you root for and why you root for that team. So we know why your slanted opinion is that way.
1: All right. I can do that. Um, my name is Lamar, and my favorite team is the Cubs. And I'll tell you why I love the Cubs. The Cubs, I've been a fan since I was – a little guy, you know, and my parents are from Chicago and I was for that one, I know we talked last night, you know, about the Jaguars and the Blue Devils and the Lakers and all that stuff, but Chicago the, the Cubs is probably my favorite Chicago team. I mean I've been watching them ever since I was there.
2: I've been ever since I've been old enough,
1: I've been going to games and all um, the players and, and all kinds of good stuff. So, um that's I, I can't wait, you know down the road when well, we won a road series. It might not be this year or next year, you know, but it's coming. So,
0: so let me ask you this question. So um, we all grew up with the Cubs in one way or another. You know, Hank's the old man. He, he remembers Jackie Robinson when he was playing. What's the first Cub team you remember growing up that you're like, that's my team, and you could talk about them? What, what team was that? Who was on that roster?
1: Uh, I think we might have to go 92 with uh, – Dunston, Sean Dunstan and, and uh, Samberg and Mark Grace, and Sosa, and uh, let's see, who else do we have? Um, Dunst. all right. <laughs> yeah, Sean Dunston, as short. Uh, I, I, remember, I remember a couple of those players, and then I remember through the years we started getting guys like Glenn Allen Hill, and Gary Gaetti, and Mickey Mordini, you know, those type of players throughout the years, but I'd say... First, second grade, because one of my best friends was his parents were six and older, so they, you know, I, I had to have somebody to talk to the Cubs about when I was younger. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so now I got to ask you another question because now, now Harry Carey was still there. I think he was doing it till what, uh, maybe 90,
1: 90 96,
0: 97? Yeah, something like that. So are you a Harry <laughs> Carey on the radio guy? Which is innings four through seven or four through six? Are you a Harry Carey on TV? Innings one through three, six through nine. What's your favorite Harry Carey?
1: And uh, Harry Carey on TV, definitely. Because I, I, well, at the time, I mean, it was, it was tough for the radio. You know, I can, it wasn't like I could drive around and you know listen to Harry. But I mean, I watched all the Cubs games on TV, so it was easier to to see him on TV.
0: Yeah. 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 And you know what? What I liked about Harry on the radio is you knew he was slamming a couple beers the, the entire time because no one could look at him at that point, right?
1: Yep. <laughs> on TV, he had a whole. Yep, you're right. You're right. Uh, Bob Euchre kind of took some of you know. He, he... was.
2: Uh yeah
0: yeah but you know the Cubs and I think it's interesting because I I'm I, I'm a little bit younger than you or I'm sorry a little bit older than you and grew up um when when the cable TV started coming around in W G and I moved around a lot as a kid um and so it was always either the Braves or the Cubs that you could see games of right so you could you, you know, could hear Harry or uh, um, Don Sutton or you could hear Harry Carey um and Steve Stone and um, you know, a lot of people, you know, for me, that first Cubs team that I saw and kind of followed was uh, was uh, the Leon Durham um, teams of, uh, I think it was 84, with Larry Boa at shortstop. Um, I think that was a Bob Dernier team in center field as well, with Jody Davis, King of Wrigley Field. I still remember that um, uh, back from the day. So the Cubs are an interesting. They're kind of a zeitgeist thing, right, because you don't have to be from Chicago to know about the Cubs. Because you just saw them all the time, so that's a, it's an interesting team to follow, and you know, and, and I always, you know, I work with a lot of Cubs fans down in Chicago, and I'll give you guys one thing more than anything else: you're loyal, and, and on this show, we reward and we respect loyal baseball fans. We respect and We we root for that front of the jersey, not for the back of the jersey, and and that's you've got to do that as a Cubs fan, right?
1: Yep, you know it-
0: <laughs> and, and and you know if you had to name your favorite player
1: all time Cup who is it? Oh, uh, that's a good question. I think I, I would say Ryan Sandberg. I think he's my favorite Cup ever ever. Him and uh Mark Grace just had second base first base duel. You know, growing up and watching them. I, I like the Hawk too, and I'm I'm glad he was a part of. It. I'm glad I got a chance to see the Hawk. Um, yeah, Sandberg's my favorite Cup of all time. Yeah.
0: Where's the best place to sit? Are you a bleachers guy or you want to sit in the uh the concourse?
1: Bleachers. Is the best.
0: <laughs> I saw some interesting you know, characters in bleachers growing up.
1: <laughs> there is definitely some interesting characters out there that sit in the bleachers, but it's a it's a fun time though. You get you go out there on a Friday around one twenty or a weekend. Yep. Uh I wouldn't there's not a better place to be, be at that moment.
0: <laughs> I I would agree. I would agree. And, and so, in terms of the Cubs, now, obviously they're, you know, they're, they're well, I don't think they're last in the division anymore, but, you know. That's the,
1: the brute crew. <laughs> from,
0: from your perspective, what are they doing right? What are they doing wrong? And, and do you agree with the new approach? Do you agree with Theo Epstein? Are you a big fan of that?
1: I, I definitely think they're headed in a better direction. And, um, like you were saying uh, earlier about how we were talking about the Yankees and Red Sox and other teams, you know, they – they had the biggest payroll next to the Yankees five years ago when they when they were actually good and made it to the playoffs. That one off season they signed Jason Marquis, they had him for twenty one million, then you had DeRosa for twenty one million, then you went out and signed Soriano. then you went out you bought in Bob Howry and Scott Eyre. You, you they went out and bought all these all they went after all these free agents to spent so much money and then what I mean Soriano's the only one that's left and then you went you went to Zimbabwe for five years. Five years, $95 million. So, So, um, I mean, they got the worst contracts off the book, but uh, I don't mind the approach that they're doing right now that um, they have some very good uh, – the, the talent is actually playing good. So I look forward to seeing what they can do within the next couple of years. And the only thing they need to do is add pieces, like you were saying, a uh, Jacoby Ellsbury or a, a David Price or a Tim Linchcomb, you know, to, to complement uh, – Samarja or Feldman, whoever may be at that point.
0: Those are big pieces. So if you could pick one guy that you've got your sights on, i I got a feeling it's Ellsbury, but is that the guy you think the Cubs need to come in and play for them?
1: I'd go David Price because we got got uh, Jorge Sawyer down and uh, Peoria waiting to come up at any time.
0: And, and you know, what? there's a guy on that team now that I, David DeJesus, I'm a fan of. I like him. He's a good player. I would take him on my team. So yep, I,
1: I, I would definitely take him too.
0: Cool. Well, hey, uh, I think we ran out of time on the, on the uh, the sport.
1: Yep, I think we did.
0: But uh, then that was that was a fun, good show. Um, uh, I think next week we'll we'll do even better. We'll get Hank in here, mix it up. But but hopefully your first show was a good one. You had a good time, and and you're you're not afraid to come back again next
1: week. <laughs> Oh, everything was perfect, and thank you. I appreciate it. It was good to talk baseball, and I'm looking forward to next week too. We'll we'll talk more Reds and Cubs. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know what? That's the thing. We're, it's not it's not necessarily a national radio show in that you got to talk about everything because you've got a perspective, right? I've got a perspective. Hank's got his perspective, and in the end, when you're talking baseball, you got to talk from the heart, right? You got to talk what you know, and then you got to argue about it after that. <laughs> that's what's that's fun. right. That's right. Well, hey, have a good night. Um, I'll talk to you next week. And uh, thanks again for coming in and, uh, and and taking care of things, all right?
1: No problem. You do the same, and I'll talk to you soon.
2: All right, Lamar. Bye. Bye-bye. With Lucky Lance Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere.